oh, yeah, I'm a little sore still, but uh, gotten a lot better over the last few days. Um, I was happy to have Sunday off, that's for sure. Uh, so that was nice. But, uh, yeah, I'm starting to feel better and uh, look forward to this weekend. You try to move ahead and not, I mean, a lot of people are asking questions about it, but do you try to kind of, let's just, let's just move ahead. Yeah, I mean, I've always kind of been that person to just kind of move forward and, and just, uh, you know, what's next, mm-hmm. you know. And uh, I hate answering questions about the past, you know, yeah. so because um, it's done. But, um, yeah, I just, but it was, like I said, I tried to rest up as much as I could, you know, Sunday, Monday, and uh, I think that definitely helped going forward. After Nashville, you said you had some concussion-type symptoms and stuff. Did you have anything like that after this one, or did you feel better? I felt better. Uh, after this one, I think some of the circumstances involved in it helped. Uh, my body felt more sore after this one than than uh, my head. So that was good. I think the front clip updates were were definitely helped me. Uh, obviously, hitting a safer barrier wall was was positive. But I think the front clip updates were were huge. You know, I feel like if those weren't in, uh, and we wrecked at Daytona, you know, I feel like it would have been a lot worse uh, for sure. So. It's good to see that it uh, it helped out a little bit and crushed crushed more, so that's good. But uh, yeah. Were the G's more in the at Daytona than Nashville? Yeah, yeah, they were way more. Yeah, can you give us a number? Or? I don't know if I can tell. I don't know if I'm allowed to, but they were they were way higher. Yeah, how was it? Can you say about the top most you? Yeah. Your highest, yeah. biggest G hit by far. In Daytona. By far. So so NASCAR looks at the car. Do they talk to you and get a lot of feedback from you as to how you feel after, not just the car, the crush panels, all of that? Yeah, I actually talked to them um, yesterday. I had a call with John Padillac, uh some folks from Wake Forest uh, with the mouthpiece data. Um, so the, and they, there's another guy on there too, I can't remember. But uh, yeah, we went over a lot of that stuff, kind of that data, the car data, what they were happy with, what they like to still see worked on, um, you know, kind of my in-car stuff of... Uh, you know, if there's anything we could change, I was I was very happy with how kind of I was inside the car. I don't I don't really know what to do different. There's a couple of things we talked about, but uh, mm-hmm. but no, I, yeah, they were they were always open with that. You know, they want to hear our feedback, and uh, I want to hear what they think. You know, okay, do you, are you guys happy with this? Like, you know, what what did you like? What did you not like when you saw all this stuff? When you got the car back, and and what do you think of you know for the future? I, I'm always curious about that stuff. So, and I'm always very open to give my feedback. Right? I mean, that's what. You know, our feedback to NASCAR, what it feels like and where we think we can improve, it's important for them to try, you know, to, to go forward to the future. So I think it's uh, when you have something like that, it's kind of part of your job, I think, to be as helpful as you can talking to NASCAR about where to go. Did your head hit the steering wheel? I don't know. I don't think so. I think I stopped before. Yeah, look. It's hard I was to close. Yeah, I don't remember. I don't think I did. Did you, you know, they say that the important part is that you're like your whole body moves forward and not just your head situation did you feel like you know um well i mean you don't want your body to move forward you know it's like a balancing act right it's like how do you balance your body being strapped in compared to how far your head moves before the hans clips stop it but even when the hans clips stop your helmet your head is still going to move in the helmet and your brain moves as well so how do you balance out like that rapid, you know, spike, right? That's what they always talk about is the spike in load. That's bad, right? You try to flatten that curve as much as you can. And, um, I think it's gotten better, but, uh, 
but yeah, I mean, there's only there's so much you can do, and uh, I try to look at those things as all right, what what worked well, you know, in that accident, and why I've am sitting here today. So um, that's that's the stuff I look for. Do you have you where the mouthpiece is yep. that something that you ever question whether you should do and just how much more info are you getting from that that um, you would have I, I, yeah I've worn it most of the year um, worked with Wake Forest on getting that thing fitting good to where it's comfortable for me to, to wear it all race um, and it is helpful you know wearing that thing um, I didn't have it in at Nashville um, but I, I did at Daytona and it was uh, talking to you know, Padillac and all those guys at Wake Forest, um, they're like, you know, the data they get off of that stuff is huge, right, of, of actually what we go through in a in a hit like that. You know, they have the car data, but then what, you know, we're feeling is it's big for them too. So um, it's important important for that mouthpiece, I think, for their research. Did you have soreness from the straps? Is that what did that? Um, right side of my chest was pretty sore for a couple of days. Uh, you know, neck back stuff uh was pretty sore i didn't bruise from the straps i don't bruise very easy so but uh, i did have a lot of soreness down this side um but yeah nothing too severe 500 miles gonna be rough on you no i'll be fine be all good what's the uh worst your impact or creases rolls? oh i don't know you know I, mean, I don't know what he felt you know i mean that's difficult to judge um that was violent what he went through you know i'm happy he's okay um watching that it was i've never seen anything like that since the 90s i mean so uh happy he was able to get out of that thing and and get released from the hospital but uh yeah i'm not sure neither i don't want either so well a lot of drivers said yours was worse to them than the flip that dissipated and went over and over but a lot of drivers said it was (coughs) yours that looked worse oh yeah i don't know i mean it's to each his own. You never know how weird, how things feel to that person, right? So I, I can't mm-hmm. talk of Ryan's hit, you know, Priest's hit. So uh, I just know they probably both didn't feel very good. Yeah. What led you to use the uh, mouthpiece? Because I know that not everybody has to or use it. Yeah. Yeah, it's not like required, but it's encouraged. And um, yeah, I was kind of reluctant at first to do it because it didn't feel good, right? It's like you know, you're wearing a retainer for 500 miles and it kind of can be uncomfortable, but we actually, I worked with Wake Forest a lot on like, okay, how do we get it to where it can be comfortable that I can wear this thing for 500 miles? And uh, they they did a good job of working on it to where it, it feels all right to me. And um, yeah, I think it's, uh, like I said, I was on the side of like, I don't need to wear that, it's uncomfortable, but I think it's important to wear, um, just trying to learn about what we go through if we're in impacts, right? And that, that helps and gives them data for the future. So um, once it got comfortable for me to wear, I'm, I'm fine with doing it. So did you want to get or get any of the data from your crash, or do you like, hey, I don't need it? Uh, yeah, I saw all of it. So yeah, it, they sent it all to me. Does it make sense, or does it show you anything? Uh, uh, when, I, when I talked, I had a call in NASCAR, uh, it's called John Padillac couple people from Wake Forest were on the phone with me yesterday kind of going through all the data because I, I, I needed someone to dumb it down for me you know all that stuff is pretty you know I just I don't know what I'm looking at and um, so they, they did a great job of explaining it to me and uh, that's good to good to see and you know just it's fascinating to just kind of see all you know what happens in these split seconds right it's it's pretty wild so and then okay what's on this graph and then how do they want to improve it like what's the what's the optimal like line that they want to get to it's right it's 
it's decreasing the spike, right? It's trying to flatten the curve of, of these incidents. So um, it was really helpful talking to those guys. So is there anything that you can do or is just like, hey, you guys are the smart ones in the room and just tell me what I need to do? Um, I had a couple ideas. Um, just thinking out loud, things I was thinking on the last couple of days about it. But, uh, no, and it's good, and they listen. You know, I mean, they 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 do a great job of listening and understanding. And, um, you know, so I, I appreciate them for explaining to me and then, you know, kind of listening to my, my little thoughts. So, um, Momentum doesn't necessarily have to matter going into these playoffs. Certainly there have been guys in the past who have not performed as well and get pretty deep in the playoffs. So what gives you hope? Yeah, um, you know, I mean, I feel like we haven't had quite the speed that we've wanted to second half of the year. Uh, it's a great job in Charlotte, uh, but, you know, it's just trying to find that little bit. I feel like our, our box is so small to kind of hit to, to compete for these wins. And we happen to hit it at Charlotte, um, but it's, it's been hard to try to find that little box again, you know. So it's not, it's not from lack of effort. I mean, everyone has been working their butts off to try to figure out what we need to do. Um, so it's just about putting the pieces together. And hopefully we do. You know, I've been proud of the executions part of, of our team all year. It's just trying to find that little bit more speed in our cars. And um, so just get, just try to go do our best to perform the best that we can and have no mistakes. I mean, that's like the biggest thing, be mistake-free. You see it all the time. So uh, try to maximize our potential is the best thing we can do and see what happens. You no know, four teams the same, but how frustrating is it that another four group is, you know, with that small box mm-hmm. win? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely you know when you see that you're like, man, well they figured it out. What? Why can't we figure it out too? You know. So, uh, I mean, they, hey, they've done a great job. RFK front row, they've done a great job of, of finding what they need to find and improving their performance and, and getting really competitive. And you know, you got to give them give them props for it. So, um, but it shows us that it is out there. We just have to find it. And uh, I have all the faith in the world that hopefully we can find it. Hopefully we find it quick. You've gotten into the round of eight the last couple of years. Um, do you feel like you're any closer to breaking through to that next level to get to the, to the championship four? Where you had a chance to, to really yeah. you could battle with Joey for that win uh, back in last November. Yeah, hope so. Um, you know, I thought, thought in 21 and last year we had a great shot to make it to Phoenix, and uh, just had a couple things go wrong. I, I took us out of it last year at, at Vegas and Homestead, and uh, that definitely stung. But uh, just try to learn from mistakes and just, you know, if you get to the round eight, just try to f- focus on the big picture. You know, I think what what led me to reckon and co- having a mistake at Vegas last year, I got too focused on Vegas of that race and trying to win that race and lock in. Or I didn't focus on the big picture of, hey, you don't have to necessarily win. Don't overdrive to try to win. You know, you've had a great day. It's the first race of the round eight. Let's, uh, let's just have a good day and not put over push. And I just lost track of that and, and screwed up. So... Uh, you try to learn from that stuff, and uh, hopefully you find yourself in the same position to where you can apply what you learned and do better. Last thing on Daytona, the, 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 the front end <clears throat> obviously was changed after the, what they learned from the recent Talladega wreck. Um, what was, were you pleased with how the car in that sense performed at Daytona? I'm happy the update was in. Uh, I think that definitely helped. Looking at the car after the race in the garage, um, you know, it crushed in all those places that they've that they had, you know, those gussets and holes and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, fortunate it was in. I don't want – it would have been a lot worse if they weren't.
in the moment, yep. uh, you commented, you know, the wreck started from a, a push that should probably shouldn't have been there. It was in the corner. Do you get specific with the drivers who make those pushes? Like, call them out, call them up personally, or do you talk to them about it? Oh, I talk to them about it. I talk to the 20 after the race um, about it, and he had a different opinion on it. So you're always going to have that, I guess. Um, as we go into the 16 driver field um, these 10 weeks, it seems like it's harder now than ever to overlook anyone. Um, you know, I think people can point to the 34, the 47, and the 23 as with their inexperience and label them as underdogs. But the, each of them are having career years of themselves. Um, how tight is this field, and how how important is it to pay attention to a what everyone else is doing, b what the 12 team itself is doing to to just accomplish your goals? Yeah, I don't think you can label anyone as an underdog. You know, you never know who's going to peak and. Never know who's going to perform really well at the right time, you know. So, um, you know, gosh, yeah, I don't, I don't look at anybody as having an advantage or disadvantage. You know, you never know how people are going to approach this. You never know how people are going to rise to the pressure and um, and really perform and put together, you know, really good weeks. So, uh, yeah, you just, I just try to focus on my deal, right? I mean, you, you constantly, you observe what other teams are doing, right? Especially if you're racing for them on points, kind of getting down to the end of you know, the rounds and stuff like that, you focus on that, but I don't think you can get drenched in it, right? You're just trying to go do the best that you guys can and figure out, uh, you know, either how to win, run well, and you hope that other stuff kind of works itself out. I think you touched on this in terms of what you learned from Vegas and just like, if you finish that race, you put yourself in a decent spot, right? What have you learned over these last couple of years of playoff experience that you feel like has, has set you up for a successful 10 weeks this year? Yeah, it's it's kind of goes back to that same thing I, I said is just trying to focus on the bigger picture and not get so. It's important to focus on one race at a time, but if you get so intertwined in that one race, you know it, you can lose sight of of the main goal. So uh, I think just trying to approach it differently that way uh, would, would definitely be better, you know, and, and uh, be beneficial. So like I said, you hope you get that opportunity to learn from the previous years and what you did wrong and, and try to improve them. And I'm going to touch on the soreness earlier. How are you feeling right now? Good. Yeah, happy to be here. Is it fun when the playoffs start, or is there that feeling like, oh, I should sit for <laughs> you know, no. I mean, it's different. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's, uh, you know, the, the, the pressure is there, and the pressure to perform is, is high. And the pressure to have no mistakes is high, right? I mean, it's... Uh, you know, mistakes now, it's, it's cost you your season, you know, so that, that intensity ramps up, you know, if you have a mistake and you, you know, mess up, speed on pit road, wreck in the regular season, and you're already locked in the playoffs, like, hey, you know, it's one of those things. When we go next week here, you know, you, you mess up once, you know, you're drastically hurting your chances to win uh, the championships. So um, that is a lot higher um, and everyone feels pressure, right? I mean, someone tells you they don't feel pressure they're lying to you you know it's just how everyone reacts to pressure right okay how do you how do you rise to it or you know if, if it gets to you so it's just how how everyone kind of faces that stuff uh so yeah definitely definitely ramps up especially internally you know with everybody knowing what's at stake yeah 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 all 10 of them <laughs> Uh, the first race of every round, if I could win the first race every round, that's like the ideal playoffs right there.